0: Hey y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. Today we're talking Picard, season yeah. one, episode eight, Broken Pieces. Jonathan, overall, what do you think of this episode? This was a fantastic
1: episode. Oh, Okay, uh, big fan. I've liked them all so far, but this one, yeah. you know, kept me satisfied. Very yeah. action packed and full of uh, good um, information. A lot of it was questions. Sure. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Well, I I don't think there's any more mystery left after this episode. Yeah, I had to kind of answered everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and dig into this. Of course, we had a flashback in the in the in- opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in a, uh, a planet called AIA. I don't know if that's what it's called. Uh, the Grief World. It's 18 years in the past. We see that there's a Shat Vash meeting happening. Mm-hmm. Commander O is there. She's a member. So now we know that she's uh, even shadier than we expected. Mm-hmm. Nerissa is also there. And the XB that we've been seeing. Did you notice that? That's yeah. the XB we've seen her in the past? Her name
1: is uh, Dr. Ramada. Ramada, yeah. I wrote it down yeah.
0: And that's her aunt. Yeah, that's she's Nerissa's aunt. That was so, Narok must have known that when Narok's sitting there, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's kind of weird. Yeah, Narek, Yeah, Narak. I said Narek. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, they do some sort of ritual that reveals visions of a, like, synth uh, Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, there's some sort of thing that they're holding on to, and we learn later on that that's sort of a warning device there.
1: Yeah, the whole planet, right? So The whole planet, yeah. Yeah, they later explained the the, that species brought eight stars together to make a really rare formation yeah and that planet is the beacon to warn everybody not to ever do what they did
0: yeah uh in okay so and then when we see them them kind of all the, all these people that are there reach for this thing and gain that new vision mm-hmm. uh basically everybody's killing themselves uh yeah that Yamada's was Mata's like freaking out you know
1: that was a, that was a cool scene even um Commodore O was explaining to them, you know, when you see this, most of you will go insane. Mm-hmm. But if if you don't, then you will gain the wisdom of, you know, what's to come or something like that. Yeah. So that was cool. We saw some of them killing themselves, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Nerissa, she kept her cool for the mm-hmm. most part. And then she kind of snapped her aunt out of it too. Uh, and then we go into current day. The aunt Ramada is unconscious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's, she's an XP at this point. And Nerissa is telling you like the plans are still going as as expected. So uh, now we know that Ramada Nerissa and Nerik, <laughs> there you go, uh, are all kind of uh, what the plan is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that the Romulans. Now we're at current day game, uh, We learned that the Romulans found Elnor, mm-hmm. and they're they're ready to attack him. While fighting, Elnor is saved by seven of nine, which Wait, is pretty
1: cool. Before we dig into that too much, I do want to mention that uh, from because we're done with um, the like, Ramada pastivics. and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so. They explained somewhere, or they mentioned or hinted at that um, the reason that Borg Cube is stranded where it is was because of Ramada. Uh, yeah. Really? She she, uh, she was assimilated. Um, after having that vision, her vision, her mental chaos that that caused in her corrupted the collective mm. and it made them detached. They said, oh crap, we can't let that spread. Separated that cube. I watched another video afterwards that explained this. That's oh, okay. why I said it was that um, that that cut off that cube and then it was left to oh, die on okay. its own.
0: What video? Did, what was the name of the video that you saw? Oh, God, So we can, I can give, give credit can to there.
1: I, I do watch Trek Yard. Um, Trek Yard is what it's called. Yeah. Okay. But I I don't think it was theirs. I think it was a different one that was explaining that specifically in detail. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty. That's eye-opening. a cool idea. I like that. But I mean, it it hinted at her. It kind of touched on it in the show, but they didn't dive into it. So. Uh,
0: there's a lot nice. of little things like later on we see uh, Rios has like his, you can actually see what rank he is by the badges that are sitting in that box and oh, he opens yeah. it up. He's like, yeah, the oh, that's so neat. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Sorry, keep going. No, no, no. <laughs> they, that's perfect. That's, we need that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so the Elnor's are fighting, Um, uh, Elnor's fighting the Romulans mm-hmm. and Seven comes in and save him because he pressed the like Fenris point. Yeah, when, when he first hit
1: the badge on the previous episode, I didn't realize that's what it was. was... We talked about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I noticed he had it and then it just dawned on me that's the yeah. beacon to summon her. So that was cool.
0: Uh, so, and then Nerissa finds, you know, they run away and Nerissa finds the Fenris Ranger's beacon Mm -hmm. and knows this must be Seven, you know? So that's pretty cool. I love how Seven's like legend spans that far. It's pretty cool. Uh, Nerissa starts ordering everybody to start killing all these Borg and XBs and stuff like that. She Mm -hmm. knows what can happen. And then Seven and Elnor, they return to the the Queen's Chambers. Mm Mm-hmm. Seven wants... She activates the cube. So let's go with that. She activates the cube and it starts repairing itself. Yeah, yeah, Which is pretty crazy to see like (laughs) what modern day, you know, CG looks like oh yeah it, it looks like so ch- much ch- ch- better in <laughs> yeah. yeah. the
1: ship because like we see those those rooms every once in a while where it's all those little square tiles and they move on their own and stuff yeah. like that the whole ship starts to do that all it it starts moving tiles to patch the broken parts and it's all nanoprobes so it yeah. can like like um, Tony Stark tech it can build something and then use that as a bridge to fix another
0: thing and I it's just
1: it's pretty smart
0: yeah uh, and then uh, okay so and then she sees that there are thousands of Borgs in stasis mm-hmm. basically the whole army sitting there yeah okay Uh, now would you activate them in her shoes?
1: In her shoes being, well, so we talked about this in the previous episode too, is that she has to still be at least uh, to some extent in a sensitive state of mind, being on a Borg cube, having been an ex Borg and having such a traumatic experience and assimilated as a child and all this stuff. So to her connecting to the Borg, is like an, a former alcoholic, just having a drink because it's my brother's wedding or something like that. Like trying to use it for good, but it could kill her or turn her into a monster that kills everybody. Yeah. So she's got to be super afraid. But at the same time, if she doesn't stop the Romulans, then they're going to kill everybody themselves or, you know, have yeah. that control. So
0: She's afraid. And then she's saying, like, also, if she assimilates them, re them. They might not want to be. They're not going to want to be left alone yeah, either. They're going
1: to be addicted to, to being yeah. slaves, just like she'll be addicted to being a slave master.
0: The key with it, if you guys aren't familiar with Star Trek, the key with it is the Borgs all share one mind, mm-hmm. and that sensation. Yeah, is it's like so comforting, basically. Yeah. Without
1: she, it, they feel lost and alone. Like exactly, yeah. The
0: Hugh. That's why Hugh went emotional. Yeah, uh, in the original. So uh, Seven and Eleanor notice that the Romulans start to kill the thousands of Borgs as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Seven knows mm-hmm. that she has to hook up. So she hooks up to the cube. And then she says, we are a Borg. And her eyes, oh, her eyes man. turn black. Yeah. I was like, no, no. I'm like excited and worried at the same time. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So-
1: Myself, I kind of wish that they timed this episode a little bit differently so that would be the end of the episode. So we'd be left with that cliffhanger of her having control of the cube and yeah. let it let it linger on until the next episode. But
0: I think we might have, yeah, I think I would have ended off being upset though because I would be like, you can't do that to Seven, but <laughs> That's it, a would suspense very, thing, yeah. it would have been a very good cliffhanger. <laughs> if you're right. That would have been cool. This story is too much of a side story in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish episode.
1: it was, I wish everything with Seven was the main line and yeah. Picard's off having a little adventure or whatever.
0: They should just do a Fenris Rangers. Show right mm-hmm. now, okay. So, uh, Nerissa opens up the doors and just all the Borgs start th- being thrown up to space, yeah. And so, one thing to kind of keep in mind too is when it's happening, she's a, a seven or nine attached to them, mm-hmm. so she must be feeling that pain that's of true being thrown into space, it, yeah. She's, she's like screaming, I ah, you know.
1: And I don't remember, I, I, I for some reason thought the Borg could survive in the vacuum of space, but maybe that's not true,
0: yeah. Well, the, the ship that had the uh, had each and the kids wasn't that like all exposed to space, or am I thinking? it was
1: no because they, they all died from a contamination like a oh, virus okay. his virus so it was just the kids that weren't because they're were in the chambers hmm. but yeah i don't know maybe i mean we obviously can't be, right, they're right. at least they're at least displaced and not useful when they're out there
0: that's true uh, okay so the romulans think that they've gained control uh and then also the xbs go to finish off the rest of the romulans mm-hmm. uh, and, and it looks like they captured narissa do you think they captured our killer
1: oh no neither so, so uh, when you see her walking, I like how smooth they are when they snatch the guy that's working for her. She asks him a question. He's not there anymore. They snapped his neck. Um, but then they pin her to the ground. But you see her start to energize, start to uh, teleport right oh, before I didn't her. Oh, that. Yeah. So, you see the Romulan ships start to, to um, jump to warp. And the cool-looking new Romulan ships. That's, but not, I never, that's not great. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you, they're all pinning her down. They're all kind of like pinning her down kind of like zombies yeah i didn't really care for that I, uh,
0: yeah i think it was just kind of like we need to buy some time yeah, yeah
1: they're smarter than zombies and they're all one mind you don't need to all just randomly push on somebody in the yeah, same direction kind of felt weird yeah. it, well, especially when they're so smooth at snapping the guy's neck right before her yeah and yeah whatever anyways but yeah it looked like she energized and was beamed onto one of their ships that jumped to warp
0: yeah i almost wish that we saw the cube fire on a few of the ships too yeah or that was in pursuit cool. Oh, yeah, I don't know That's if it's prepared not, enough for that. Yeah, but, yeah, probably not ready for warp. That'd be cool. Uh, okay, so uh, Seven... Okay, hold on, where are we at here? Yeah. Uh, and then we see, yeah, the Romulan shor- uh, ships, they start to warp away. They're going over to the, the synth mm-hmm. homeworld, basically. Yeah. Synthetic's homeworld. So Seven, in the Queen's voice, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. So she's kind of queen of this small army here. Mm-hmm. uh, says that the Romulans are gone, and the cube is theirs. And then Elnor says... Are you going to assimilate me now? Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks at him for a second. Did you notice that before yeah, she responds? she's
1: considering it. Yeah. And I feel bad because he's like a, a lost puppy. He doesn't know oh, that that's so, such a bad thing. You yeah. know? He's like, so am I going to be part of the, the team? <laughs> well,
0: I think he I think he sees it as bad, but he's just kind of like, what now? <laughs> he does feel like he's so innocent. So yeah. 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 Uh, and then she says, in an amazing word, she says, an- <laughs> Annika still has work to do, mm-hmm. and then she's being disconnected. Yeah. So that feels like it's the Borg telling, saying, "We're done now, and you yeah. can go."
1: As if either within Seven, she has two personas: that one is the Queen of the Borg that was created in that for that instant, yeah. and the other is just regular Seven, Annika, uh, or that the collective itself is its own entity and it's releasing her
0: I from think command. It's that one personally, yeah, I like to think it's cool. that one. Yeah. yeah, we've used you. You know, thank you so much. Now we can go. Yeah,
1: and uh. it's good for the the drones because now they have the opportunity to be freed again so
0: yeah now i wonder what's going to happen we've seen that in the past where drones have selected to stay connected in a separate hive mine because it's so beneficial Mm -hmm. um yeah that that could be a whole new series now he was dead
1: too he was leading the reclamation project so i wonder if they're going to find somebody else that could could lead it or if they're going to disband it and these boars are going to go roam on their own because yeah. the ship didn't actually move at all right it's still it's still there doctor, yeah. and it it's being
0: repaired right now it will be available to move yeah and probably get out of romulan space sorry I hit the mic. Later. uh but yeah so we'll see how that goes hmm. uh, okay so the other let's go into the next stories we have here uh picard and soji they arrive on rios's ship from riker's home mm-hmm. okay a couple of things we learned here real quick we keep calling it rios's ship maybe Picard's picard ship it's called the uh, La Serena.
1: Yeah. That's hard to remember, but it's like the siren in Spanish. It's the mermaid in Spanish.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then later on we see in Rios' room, he's got a bunch of mermaid statues everywhere. Oh, there you go. Little mermaid figurines and stuff. So he's a big fan of mermaids. Hmm. He seems stunned by Soji. Okay. When he sees Soji for the first time. Uh, and we'll learn why here in a moment. Mm-hmm. Rafi reveals to Picard that Agnes has been betraying them this whole time, and they have a tracker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, then we follow Picard and Soji. They sit down and talk about, you know, her humanity mm-hmm. and Data a lot. Because, you know, we're starting to get that little thing where, like, Data's her dad. She's starting to kind of understand that a little bit. Yeah. and Well, because
1: she's realizing she has no identity. And yeah. that's where... Um, who was it? I think it was Agnes that told her like you, you can have an, an identity or was it? No, it was a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's saying you, you have this well of, you know, what do you call it? Like a well of light. Like you have potentially the best dad and the best role model that you can totally embrace, but you
0: just don't know it or don't understand yeah. it yet. But he he's out there for you and he needs you too. So there's that as well. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about data and I liked how, um, Picard says he has a child's wisdom, mm-hmm. which is a really good example. Really good saying for him. Yeah. Uh, and then Picard talks to Agnes. Of mm-hmm. course, he's upset about the situation. And as Agnes explains the whole Command uh, Commodore O problem, where you know she's she mind melded with him and with her, and in that process, actually made it where she can't explain the situation.
1: Yeah. So put, put a uh, like a block, mental it? block or something. Like yeah, that. Me- like a psychic block or something yeah. to
0: keep her from talking about it. Uh, the vision was from two hundred thousand years ago. And it's, uh, it's, uh, coming of what they call Seb Cheneb, mm-hmm. uh, which is Soji, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's basically, uh, completely
1: human human-like
0: human synth. synthi- uh, synthetic life. Yeah. Uh, now they, they mentioned that when, maybe this is later on. Yeah, this is later on, but let's talk about it right now. They said that once it's discovered, once mm-hmm. they have that kind of synthetic life, that something comes and it's bad. And they talk about how like, yeah, with warp, you know, you yeah, had the Vulcans come. Yeah. So, uh, so once you get synthetic life, maybe there's like some evil people out there that want that, so they come in and introduce themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I, I picked up on that, but I couldn't figure out what it meant because it yeah. seemed like it was symbolism. But there, we haven't seen it. Well, obviously, we haven't seen it yet. But it's something that their foreshadowing is going to come. Yeah. But what do you what do you think that's going to be?
0: Well, so so one thing I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, they they mentioned how this could be something that resets things mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Every, you know, it's something that keeps repeating. And that reminds me of the great filter. Are you familiar with the great filter theory? Mm-hmm. So there's this, we could, we'll get a whole podcast just about this one theory, but there's this theory that we currently use now that there's this filter to society. And it's the reason we don't have a bunch of aliens walking around and you either pass through this great filter. So we, we don't know if we're ahead of it or behind it. Uh, and this great filter. What we believe is once we discover like, the ability to like actually space travel like we do in Star Trek, Mm -hmm. something happens where it destroys everybody.
1: Uh, And
0: it happens to every society that ever gets to that point. Mm. It's the great filter.
1: just resets everything?
0: It resets everything. So like, oh yeah, the one thing you need to, to do warp travel happens to be the thing that blows up your planet.
1: That'd be the only way to explain why we can do what we can do and there's no other species on exactly. other planets.
0: Because our planet is relatively young, especially yeah. our species and our intelligence is very young compared mm. to what could be out there. Yeah. So there we should see ton of aliens flying around if that's the case. So there must be a great filter. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I kind of felt like this was a version of the great filter theory mm-hmm. that like as soon as you guys get advanced to do synthetics, everything gets reset set because yeah. it's something just you automatically find, find a way to kill yeah yeah this is synthetics just once they get to a certain thing they have some sort of like robot oh no moment and they just start killing everything around them yeah so I like assume I, so I think it's the robots themselves is the thing that kills it's not something that comes in but they were saying that might be something that's introduced
1: yeah I, what are your thoughts on that it, it kind of seemed like to me and I I know it's already kind of pre-written and there's is uh, consciousness sentience yeah I was thinking like that was the oh no's that once aliens or once uh, synthetics get consciousness then that's the like the big bad that's the problem but i don't see i i see them seeing that as a problem uh at, from the uh romulans yeah but for everybody else that's a good thing kind of I and mean, you just created a new form of life so
0: well the romulans only think it's a bad thing because they had that vision yeah yeah i don't know I, I don't know what
1: else it could be um in in um what's the other show uh star trek Discovery? Discovery. Yeah. They have control, which was like a supercomputer that compiled so much information and stuff like that and was bent on destroying humanity. Mm -hmm. So it could be something like that, that it's a default that data will eventually want to erase humanity. Yeah. Like you're saying. So
0: which reminds me of Futurama has something like that too. Yeah. Whereas once it has information, it's like, okay, let's get all the other information. Yeah. Uh okay. And then the last little bit of this where we have Agnes, you know, she's awake now mm-hmm. and she starts questioning Soji about again her humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, she eats, she dreams, stuff like that. And then they kinda come to an agreement basically, like, you're not gonna kill me, right? And so and it's not like she could. Agnes could not kill yeah. <laughs> you know, Soji. Uh but yeah, so they're they're on good terms now. As yeah. good as they can be.
1: It's it's sad because she killed her Uh, mentor and everything under more or less the control of uh commodore O. yeah um but so she killed him and then she sees this girl that is what she's always dreamed of creating or being involved in the creation of and so she's like like you know happy and and relieved and so excited to finally meet this creation that's the epitome of her work yeah um and you know studying her but at the same time this is what what she had to kill you know for and it's just it's kind of a, a sad moment at the same time but
0: it, very true. She, yeah. Yeah.
1: But she's able, luckily now that she detoxed herself and's out of, you know, on her own and not under uh, Commodore's own control, um, she can redeem herself, I guess, and change directions. She's going to have a
0: lot of, yeah, redemption moments get, ahead of her. Yeah. It's going to,
1: yeah. it's going to be hard, but.
0: Uh, The last bit, and I think it's honestly the weakest story. We have Rafi trying to figure out essentially what's going on with the Rios, right? That's kind of what's going on this whole time.
1: That was kind of my favorite story, really. Well, not my favorite. We had Seven Seven and I taking over Borg. Borg, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but that was a a series of scenes that I expected were going to come at some point that I was waiting for. Was us getting to know Rios' other hollow hollow programs. Very
0: good point. So we have
1: the EMH, the medical hologram, Mm -hmm. the navigation ENH, engineer EEH, hospitality and uh, I put it was the pilot, but he's not. Emmett is the...
0: Um, I think he might be the pilot. The... well, he uh, only speak Spanish? Yeah.
1: He, I, are you sure he's the pilot? He's either the I pilot so. or or um the one that does firing photon torpedoes and all that. Uh, tactical. Tactical. Yeah. Maybe. I one of those the two. Online it said pilot, but we also have navigation, so the ENH and the pilot would be the same thing. Well... The navigation hologram.
0: Uh, Isn't Harry Kim navigation when Tom Paris is pilot?
1: True, and Tuvok is tactical,
0: yeah. Okay, so yeah, maybe he is. The job's favorite thing, yeah. Uh, okay, so I really liked the engineer one, Ian, yeah, because he had this big, thick Scottish accent, yeah. which is like old school Scotty from the original series. It's kind yeah. of a nice little hint to him, yeah. Uh, I really liked him. Uh, in all these, so
1: I like I how they all one. have different, very different accents too to differentiate themselves, different yeah. body characteristics, different funny? dressing. They did anything. a good job with that. So, who's
0: your favorite of those?
1: Uh, probably the pilot. Yeah. Emmett is his name, the Spanish <laughs> one that only, pretty much only speaks Spanish, but he's, he's hilarious. Like he's kind of a slob. But yeah, yeah. He's like, forget him. Like it reminds me
0: of Jason Momoa, the way he's got his name. Yeah, hair and exactly. Hair. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I,
1: I want to note, this guy does a really good job acting all these different characters oh, differently, yeah. including himself, so six different characters. That's a
0: good point, yeah, because you almost forget that it is all the same guy sometimes. Yeah. So they do a good job with that. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good point.
1: Um, there was something else. Oh, and they, how they explain that uh, when, you know, he, got the ship he created all these programs that just default you know make him look like me kind of thing but he went through intentionally deleting parts of each one yeah so that none of them are the same as him so the one that i think i can't remember the reference they use but like the uh, hospitality
0: one can't make a certain kind of tea
1: yeah he can't he does not boil water pretty much but it yeah. like something like that so it's like you know the medical one can do all the medical stuff but he can't steer ship and yeah. the pilot can fly but he can't you know cook or you know they all have their own weaknesses so that Yeah, they're still below the captain. But together, they all came together and were able to remember something that he made them forget. Yeah, because
0: he he is, yeah, it's divided five times. He does say, one of them does say that like he could have deleted us. He could have mm-hmm. changed it, but he's kept it on. He keeps acting like he doesn't like us. Yeah. But he hasn't removed us either. Yeah. So there's kind of this like, yeah, well, right. I think he
1: also spends a lot of time out in open space without a crew, so he likes to have just other voices in the room, other people to talk to probably. Yeah, but he
0: could have changed him. He could have, you know. Oh, made
1: him not look like him? Exactly. Yeah, that's So true. I think
0: he might actually be endearing to him a little bit, like he might actually like him. Yeah. You know. That's funny. So, yeah, I kind of liked that. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Rafi assembles the team together and, and basically fi- uh, finds out that... Uh, that uh, rios had a mental break after his old captain killed himself
1: yeah so his, his old captain ran into a, a random ship out in space right yeah and it had two passengers on it yeah one of them looked like um yeah jana da- dodge and uh and soji soji yeah so they the two of them were sent the first one called himself beautiful flower beautiful flower yeah and then in and jana
0: so coming up with a beautiful flower too because that seems like okay we're gonna get that in the future episode <laughs> yeah. that's too weird of a name to not you know mean something
1: and so, but, so I don't get where the two of those came from and why did one of them look like, um, Dodge when Dodge was made as a pair to look like an actual woman that, um, uh, that Data knew,
0: right? Well, we don't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Data actually, well, Data drew a picture of a woman, not necessarily after somebody. Uh,
1: okay. It's from
0: Data's mind that he drew that woman. Or okay. That woman. Specific, okay. And the timeline's a little off too, I think, because I don't know how far back this happened to Rio. Yeah. We'll have to look into that at some point. So
1: maybe whoever created the girls has has that image of, has Data's mind, has memories well, in that image yeah. and has been trying to make her for a while and that was yeah. just an early attempt. Cool. Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, so we learned that uh, Captain uh, Vandermeer, yeah, he picked up, he picked up these two members uh, and then he got the Black Flag Orders mm-hmm. which uh, was basically like, take care of this. He kills both of them, Jaina and um, Beautiful Flower. In guilt's Vandamir kills himself
1: after Rios harassed him a lot about it too. Yeah, that's why he feels so guilty. I think, is he gave his captain a hard time about it, and yeah. found out his captain was ordered and had no choice. But he executes the two and then shoots himself in the head.
0: Yeah, and then Rios goes through and erases all traces of the situation. Yeah, and that that I think also might create some of the, the problem there because. Here he killed himself over the guilt of Starfleet's thing and Starfleet kind of betraying him, right? Mm. And here Rios erased everything to where it's just like, yeah, he just killed himself for like no reason. So it's kind of, that also is bad. Yeah, makes Uh, it look bad. So now we see, you know, everybody's got their problems. Basically, this crew, nobody's perfect on this crew. Um, The crew, so the crew eventually gathers together. They have all the different pieces of the puzzle and they, they put them together. They believe that uh once synths were created, someone shows up. That's when we find out that whole reveal, mm-hmm. uh, much like the Vulcans in Warp. Uh Commodore O was uh shot Vosh Mole, who was implanted into Starfleet and rose through the ranks. Her job was to stop synths. Mm-hmm. Um she's the one that ordered the whole Jaina killing and you know and Beautiful Flower and the Mars attacks. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of been behind the thing, controlling a lot of it. Soji then takes control of the ship and uh, she wants to use a borg transwarp portal which i thought was pretty neat conduit conduit thank you mm-hmm. uh, and and i think at this point we can all agree like soji's full on android now oh yeah she's, she's even kind of forgetting some of her old life she's woke what do you call it activated yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. cuz she's like oh i, I must I, I guess i learned this from the borg ship like she like Yeah, knows she remembers the, yeah. the mapping of the transwarp conduits freaking crazy uh, and then, so some after some hesitation, and, you know, and Rios was able to get the shields down. Uh, Rios agrees that, uh, and Picard agrees that. Like, let's go with this plan. Let's go with her idea and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. That is so important for Soji because then she's finally getting some trust out of somebody. Yeah, uh, and that means a lot. And then she brings up that compass mm-hmm. and is pointing towards the portal. I thought that was pretty neat too. Yeah. And then we see Neric is following him in there. Mm-hmm. So we have all that. We
1: assume it's him a Romulan ship, but yeah, a Romulan it's prob- ship. Yeah, but we yeah. haven't
0: seen him in this episode, so I was like, where is he at? He's yeah. right there. Uh, any thoughts on the episode? What,
1: another little bit of that fu- of that later scene that I liked too was that uh, when she had the shield up and Rios has a way to retake control of the ship, he sings a little lullaby that his mom used to sing him yeah. when he was a kid, so he has it pre-programmed in the ship. Something happens, you know. all he has to do is sing this lullaby and it shuts down whatever's going yeah, on and yeah. he takes control. So I thought that was pretty, pretty I, cool.
0: I wonder if the reason it's that is maybe, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe none of the, the holograms can do it. Probably, yeah. They probably can't. I mean, think about. Okay, this is something. This is so stupid. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But remember how much the doctor from Voyager. Mm-hmm. It was he. He kept adding programs so that he can sing. Yeah. Maybe normally holograms can't sing.
1: Probably, I would I don't imagine. Know. Yeah. And I so mean, it's comforting. Kind of safety so net. The EMH could have that as just a default. Uh, uh What do you call it Way to comfort people,
0: as your. But if but I, I remember correctly, you know, Robert Ricardo version of the Doctor, yeah. he added that subroutine to him to be able to sing. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't remember. I thought it was something that he
1: start like, was able to sing a little like bit and then like, grew on it, okay. expanded on it.
0: Because I know there's the episode, of course, where he like, keeps adding programs yeah, and then and gets out of control. messes everything up. Yeah. As soon lines? as I was done watching this episode, I put Voyager on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i kind of got a Voyager high right now. Uh-huh. Um, I've, but, been,
1: I've been leaving on. um. Uh, next Generation, though, I, I need I to stay up too long right just watching an episode, and it's like, yeah. I can't, I gotta go to bed. It's like <laughs> yeah. 10 o'clock, I gotta get up in like five hours. But yeah, yeah it's the Voyager
0: I was just watching is the one where uh, it's the uh, oh, I can't remember the names, the ones that need steel organs. Oh, uh, uh, Starts with a v. uh
1: yeah, Vid video.
0: Vidarians? vidarians yeah i can't remember gosh but it was they, they vidians vidians they get balana and they split into two people one uh-huh. that's her full klingon version and one that's her full human oh, version. oh yeah yeah, the yeah. human version is like a coward and the klingon version like can't get control <laughs> yeah. oh man that show's so good they have the vidian phage. yeah the phage. yeah 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 ah, so good uh one,
1: one thing i noted in the, in this episode that was kind of when they mentioned that commodore o is half romulan half vulcan mm-hmm. romulans and vulcans both come from the same planet from planet vulcan right and the only thing was it from, from what kind of yeah, yeah. The only thing I could tell a difference in their appearance was that Romulans have those big brows. They're not, I mean, both of them have the pointy eyebrows, but Romulans right. have like raised, like they have major sinus infection kind of thing. And when, because you had asked uh, a while back about Rafi's son's uh, girlfriend or wife that was pregnant, and I went back to look at it again, I was like, yeah, no, no, she, she kind of has those like raised brows, so she's probably Romulan. Uh, but then we noticed that some of these people don't have that. Some of the Romulans that we know are Romulan don't yeah. have that. So like Narek and, and uh, Narissa, because they're, I think it's just because yeah, they're trying true. to make a more pretty looking characters in the show yeah. but they don't have it so I'm wondering if we're seeing more people that are mixed between them if those, if Vulcan and Romulans have been mixing for a while or or one thing that they were getting
0: it. is the discovery effect where like discovery changed how the klingons look because they wanted to yeah. modernize it we could be getting that too
1: but that makes it really hard because romulans and vulcans look so similar already
0: yeah I-, I chalk it up to the vulcan haircut that's the one that i was like you know what I'm saying romulans have that too
1: Voyager, the ship that was Romulan that was on the edge of that network, remember they communicated yeah, to him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of times you see the traditional Romulans have that, real, that bowl cut, with straight black hair.
0: I need to watch more Next Generation so I can talk about Romulans better. Because <laughs> I, I could tell you about, you know, Kazon's all day long. But... Yeah.
1: The only only thing that was a giveaway was, I mean, their their uniforms look different too, but civilian ones and whatnot, it was their, their brow, that raised V on their head, and now it's hmm. hard to tell if they don't have that. yeah uh,
0: I, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder if, if because Narissa and Narek are on screen so much, they're like, well, let's calm this down a little bit, so it saves us some making makeup budgeting. Probably that make, that would make sense. I mean, nobody on the crew is a major alien, yeah. which is kind of crazy for a normal Star Trek. That's true. Normally, you have somebody on the crew that's an alien; they're all humans. Yeah, at least a Neelix. So I think they try to right. They got how much? <laughs> how much it must have cost to, <laughs> to oh, do poor, makeup, poor makeup poor all the Ethan time? Poor Phil, uh, Ethan Phillips, right? Yeah. Poor guy had to sit there and go through insane two makeup hours every at least makeup every morning. <laughs> God, I hope we get I'll Janeway in season in two of Picard. <laughs> right. Oh. I just I, I just saw a thing on Twitter where she said she's down to come to yeah. play to play Catherine again. That'd be awesome. I'm Even like, if
1: she's just in like a conference call real quick or something, just they, like be on
0: screen. They've done that before when she was they, they had Admiral talk to Picard. Yeah. Well, Admiral uh, Janeway in one of the movies. That'd be cool. It was a highlight of the whole movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh anything else for this week?
1: Um. What do you predict is going to happen from here with some of these characters?
0: So it looks like we're going to be approaching this synthetic planet yeah. or this planet. and I, I like to see on this planet that's entire an, an entire society made uh, of synthetics mm-hmm. that like has been hiding from the Romulans this whole time. That yeah. would be really cool.
1: Successfully developing and growing and yeah, so we can thriving. see what
0: synthetic evolution looks like.
1: Mm, that be that would be cool. Yeah. What do do you, think? I, I don't I, I don't know if. I mean, I hope we do see that, but it seems like it's still so, it sure. It probably took a long time to get where it is now. So I'm hoping we see kind of the building blocks. We see the the almost there, but not quite complete synthetics because yeah. they're not going to kill them. They're not going to execute what they see as a life form, even when it's not perfect. So I want to see some that don't really have normal skin or, yeah. you know, they made them without ears or something. I don't know, whatever weird things they would come up with or, you know, plastic coating and stuff like that. Um yeah, I, I, that's it. I mainly just want to see the the building blocks, but I I don't know because Soji's so new, and they're talking about once we have one successful one, once we find one creature that is a full synthetic that looks human, then that starts the end of the day, end of days. Yeah, she's it, probably the first of her kind. Well, what
0: if it's a planet of synthetics, and then you could see like when they get there, like the entire planet's of scientists, whatever, is working on perfecting this one thing, and they're not sure what it is; they're still working on it, and okay. so you'll see like different experiments where like you know what i'm saying like maybe they're like all trying to figure it out and so mm. you know
1: what if all their doctors all the people that are doing all this work are the early synthetics and there's no more living humans on the planet anymore that's all... what i'm
0: assuming i'm assuming there's no more humans on the planet anymore yeah that'll
1: be cool okay yeah. so all the yeah it's just since so, creating so sense.
0: synthetics that are evolving so fast because yeah. once once you get humans out of the way they evolve very quickly yeah uh and so like every day there's like something new that they're program updates they're going out to everybody and stuff and mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what it is but because they lost the humanity that was on the planet mm-hmm. or whatever you know the living so they're, they're missing something that we don't see like maybe humor or some shit like that you know yeah. and and soji's one of the first models that has showed like oh she has that one thing dreams there's yeah. something like that
1: i wonder if they're gonna have like a central plexus then that's like a, a hub that they're Brains come from, kind of <laughs> that'd be cool. That That's what Narek's going to go for first. And oh, if I destroy the, the yeah. brain, then it's going to kill all of them on the planet or something like that. And they
0: become separated, and Soji's now more of an individual than ever. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We're, we're speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could do some fan fiction on this thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it too. Excited. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast.